Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates, 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Well, here we go, Big J. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Friday, baby. The 18th day of March, 2022. I should probably take things down a notch in case people are hungover today, right? Yeah, no kidding. Sorry, everybody. Hopefully it was a good St. Patrick's Day for you. Uh, did you end up doing anything of St. Patrick's note? No. Not a damn thing? Negative. Ghost uh, Rider. Not even the corned beef that you maybe were kicking around? Nope. No. It happens to the best of us. Uh, for the record, I did talk to uh, my stepfather yesterday uh, to wish I him a happy so. birthday. Jeez, man. And uh, we had a honest-to-goodness, real conversation about raw beef and onions, and he... <laughs> laughed hysterically because he hasn't had it in years but he fully admitted that absolutely that is a thing and i was wrong it wasn't crackers apparently uh there's loaves small little loaves of rye bread that they sell at delis that are like miniature loaves of bread and you cut that and you put the raw beef and onions on it and then you just eat it and uh i said i had these memories of that just kind of being left out and he said oh no that's 100 percent the way that it was <laughs> he's like they, they tell you that you're only supposed to eat an hour after it being refrigerated or, you know that's the most you can leave out he goes but i would eat it way past that he goes gross. that probably wasn't yeah yeah and i said Damn, it doesn't gross i said I, but he hasn't had it in years but he, I, I hadn't heard him laugh like that in a very long time so it definitely was something that i i remembered and I remembered correctly. So it kind of felt good, but it also was just like, why? And he really couldn't explain it. He's just like, I don't know. I just really like it. And then he said I made him want some. So I don't know if he chased down raw beef and onions yesterday. But I, I hope uh, for his gut's sake that he did not. But uh, it felt good to be uh, vindicated yesterday when vindicated. I chatted it up uh, with him. Uh, and once again, a happy birthday to him. Hopefully you've got a good weekend planned for you and your family We've got a decent Friday show planned for you. Dragon Force is at the Knitting Factory House Concert House tonight. And we've got your last pair of tickets to that. We're going to hook you up. We also have tickets to the sold-out Motionless and White Black Veil Brides Ice Nine Kills show. We are going to talk about the lounge at the end of the universe. Uh, Nice little weekend planned out there as well. And all sorts of other fun and excitement on the show, including a story time from Radio's Big J. No pressure. So hopefully it'll be a good Friday show for everybody involved. Let's start with some music. Pearl Jam, kicking things off this morning here on The Morning After. This is Jeremy on the X-Rocks. On The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Hey, uh, file this under the this can't be good category, Big J. Apparently the uh, Caldwell Police Department under investigation by the FBI. Yeah, it can't be good. Nope. Uh, The... City confirmed that they were under investigation yesterday afternoon, but of course, as everything is in the middle of an investigation, ain't nobody commenting what it's about, who's under investigation, or why. So you're not going to get a whole lot of details until uh, anything comes of it, if at all. Uh, I'm talking about getting details from it. Here's what we do know, courtesy of the Caldwell Police Department. Uh, police, The police chief is not under investigation. Uh, that's all we know. Uh, nor uh, human resources. That, that's what we got. So we'll see what ends up happening going forward, but that can't be great. Probably not good to have them knocking at your door for whatever reason, right? Yeah. You watch enough TV shows, Big J. What's your gut say? Well, usually, uh, I mean, that smells of corruption. But the police chief isn't involved. Yeah, I don't know why they would... Hey, you know what? This department is under investigation by the FBI. We don't know anything else. Here you go. Oh, no, they're not saying that. They're just no, not saying they no, can't release any of No, 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 no. What I'm saying is somebody reported it. That's how this starts. Sure. But that's it. I yeah. mean, what good does that do? It just starts... Now we got to wonder and wait till this investigation is over. Well, we'll it, allow, it allows all of our imaginations to run wild as to what it could be. So... We could we could uh, speculate any wild instance that makes it happen. Uh, well, so whatever, whatever. <laughs> that only leaves open the uh, 
the uh, speculation part. Correct, correct. Uh, but you are you have the permission to go wild until there's more details. I mean, as long as you're not you know publishing anything, <laughs> making anything liable, I would just say more details to follow. But it can't be a good situation. Speaking of not good situations, Big J, the Boise State men's basketball team in the tournament yesterday uh, just flat out got housed. Um, you know, the final score was 64-53, to 53, so credit to the Broncos for putting up a little bit of a fight in the second half. But if we're being honest with each other, and God, Big J, I hope we certainly can be, uh, this game is over at halftime. They were, they were doubled up. They'd only put up 19 points in the first 20 minutes. They shot about 24% in the first half and that just kind of did him in it's tough to overcome a 20 point deficit in the first half and that's what the broncos put themselves in to memphis's credit they ended up hitting their shots they shot 57 percent uh from the field which is really really good uh and that's all it takes and and really also to memphis's credit they did switch things up from the last time they saw him in the nit i mean they did something the broncos i don't think saw coming and didn't have to take care of all year long and that was 40 minutes of hell man they played full core press that entire game and it just threw the broncos off especially in the first half now the adjustments helped in the second half but i also believe that memphis realized they were playing with a little bit of lead and it loosened things up a little bit but it just uh it's not good man and uh, speaking of not good, the Mountain West, all the bitching and complaining we did about not getting any respect and actually then getting four teams in the tournament this year, 0-4 in the first round. Not a single Mountain West team ended up with a victory. Uh, the highest seed, Colorado State, was one of the bigger upsets of the day. And then, you know, uh, San Diego State had a pretty big lead against Creighton last night and then crapped that away and lost in overtime. And so the Mountain West goes 0-4 in the tournament and you can't pound your chest like, uh, quite frankly, I was doing about the disrespect for the conference and then lay that kind of egg in the first round. You just can't. So I take it all back. Apparently, all the experts were right, and I was wrong. And the conference wasn't as good as I thought. Pretty but. much. Uh, but there were other upsets yesterday, not just the Broncos, who technically, although they were not favored in the game against the number nine seed, uh, they were the higher seed in the tournament. 15 seed St. Peter's took down second seed Kentucky yesterday, 85 to 79. That's the biggest upset in the men's basketball tournament uh, with the, the first day uh, ever. So that's pretty impressive. There's been a 15-2 before and even a 16-1, but that happened on day two of the tournament. Uh, St. Peter's just became the 10th number 15 team to win since 1985. And other upsets yesterday, the Spiders of Richmond beat number 5 Iowa, which uh, had a lot of people in the Final Four. That's it. And then New Mexico State beat UConn, and Michigan beat Colorado State. Uh, the other 16 first-round games are today for the tournament, so there's plenty of March Madness still to come. It's official, Big J. Amazon shelled out $8.5 million yesterday to finalize the acquisition of MGM. Uh, they have purchased the studio, and the, everything will be exclusively on, MG, on Amazon. That includes the James Bond catalog. But that's not all that MGM owns, of course. That's just the biggest property. They've got over 4,000 film titles, 17,000 TV episodes, 100 Emmy Awards, 180 Academy Awards. And it'll all be Whoa. exclusively on uh, Prime Video. So if you're looking for James Bond, where it was red, it felt like uh, maybe I'm wrong, but it felt like James Bond was everywhere. Like you could stream that pretty much anywhere you wanted to, except for Netflix. But it, like it was on Hulu. I saw it on a bunch of like you could see it for free on like the Pluto app and that kind of stuff on the streaming channels. All that's going away, and it's going directly to Amazon. So that'll be your home for all your James Bond rewatches. Although I'm sure at this point you have to own them, right, Big J? Yeah, of course. All That'd of them. Ridiculous. All of them. Yeah. Very good. Morning after with Nick and Big J. All of them. There's your important stuff. <laughs> That is Green Day. That is Holiday here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J, you like movies. Yeah, I do. Let's talk The Adam Project. I know you probably haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Uh, I'm going to get into something that is completely spoiler-free, at least in my opinion it is. But uh, I'm gathering that even if you haven't watched the film, you know from either the previews or the Ryan Reynolds social media posts that this is a movie that incorporates time travel in some way, yes? Yeah. So uh, that's all we're going to get into. And so you know that the, the basic premise of The Atom Project uh, is Ryan Reynolds has to go back in time. And so that's one of the things that happens. But 
Uh, the other thing that happens in this movie, and by the way, which is very good, I recommend. Let me guess: is it fun, enjoyable, and an emotional film? You're close, but uh, exactly not right what now. you called it. I know, uh, but it's also uh, got some awful. Awful, awful, like some of the worst CGI I've ever seen. That can't be true. I'm telling you, dude. You need to watch Last Scene in Idaho then. Uh, but it's not like explosion CGI. I'm talking about like, they, they because it's time travel, you have to do like de-aging stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? But yeah. And Marvel has mastered it where it looks fantastic. Like, I mean, essentially all of Captain Marvel has got de-aged stuff going on in there. And it's really, really good. There's a couple of scenes where they do it with Robert Downey Jr. that you can't even tell that they're doing it. They do it with Michael Douglas in some of the Ant-Man stuff, and it all looks great. Well, example of a Ryan Reynolds movie doing this, Free Guy. Yeah, see, I had some issues with the CGI in Free Guy as well, oh, but not. Yeah. But that's it's, not, it's that's not time travel. It's nominated for Oscars, so you're crazy. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I mean, but it's all CGI. Free Guy is all CGI. So there's definitely some good stuff in it, but uh, to me, like the Ryan Reynolds is the big bulky guy. I didn't think it looked very. Oh, that good at all. was no, it was beautiful. All that right. was perfect, well, man. You can't get better than that. Well, then you are. I, well, you the, might be wrong about CGI in I general. I promise you. If you think that that free guy version was bad, I didn't then think it was you, bad. I just didn't think it looked that great. That's oh, all. it was. It was. It's almost the industry standard of how awesome it can be. Well, see, I I put Marvel ahead of that, way ahead of that. As a matter I, of fact, they probably use Marvel's people for that. They movie. could have, but I'm just telling you what ended up looking better to me. Uh, but there is a point in the uh, the movie, which is a huge plot point of the Adam Project, where they have to incorporate somebody that is younger than they actually are. And it's also clear in the movie that they knew it was bad because they keep cutting away from it because they know it doesn't look as good as it probably should. But I, I realize and I think that maybe they have to find a way around this kind of stuff. Like, if you know it looks that bad, like you don't even want to show it, then you got to find another way to make it happen or, or just bring in somebody else altogether. Like, I think well, it I usually would- comes down to money. Yeah, well, I know. It's I mean, a Netflix movie, too, so that's that's also part of it. You could tell that they were trying. But, I mean, they didn't cut corners on other parts of this movie. Like, I mean, there's the time travel stuff and the jets that they make in order to do it. Looks fantastic. Well, what I'm saying is that, you know, you got budget for a movie, and you, you do all the shooting, and you get all the effects done, and then you're like, oh, crap, this looks really bad, but there's no more budget. I mean, they're not going to go out and get another $20 million to fix it. I know, but what I'm saying is they wouldn't even have to, I think. If you found an actor or actor, actress that looked like the person in some way i think we're all willing to be okay with that as opposed to the really awful looking cgi to de-age something yeah forcing the shot yeah i mean and that's what i mean it reminded me of superman from joss whedon's justice league i mean that's how bad this stuff looked. i mean it yeah, looked the mustache mis- there was no mustache no but it it looked like somebody was trying to like it looked like somebody was doing on their first day on the job it just didn't it didn't look good and it takes you out of the movie a little bit yeah. it didn't make me dislike the movie by any stretch i think the movie is really really good it's just one of those deals where I looked at it and I was like, oh, no. No. Is this really happening? And then it, they kept showing it. And I'm like, guys, you got to stop. And then finally they started to cut away from it. And I was like, boy, thank goodness that's over. But it was uh, enjoyable. I think you should watch it. Maybe check it out this weekend, Big J. I'll see you. What else um, you got going on? No, we've, we've been wanting to. So uh, I think that's probably something that could happen. All right. Because uh, I'd be curious to think. I guarantee you, you and I are going to be on the same page on this. I guarantee it. As much as I know how much you get the CGI stuff bothers you from time to time, this, I guarantee you, will uh, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about the second you see it. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We'll get a story time from Big J. That's happening next on the X-Rock. That's the Beastie Boys. That is Sabotage here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Gather around, kids. It's time for a story from Big J. Yeah, and uh, Nick, yesterday I, accident- I accidentally started a prank war. It was uh, not not something I meant to do and didn't even consider it turning into that. Uh, as uh, I was uh, spending some time on the other side of the building, you know, where there's salespeople. Sure. Where there is no salespeople. Right. Uh, because, you know, remote working now has made them uh, not uh, being in here a lot. But I was over discussing something with the office manager. And uh, then I noticed the, and the next office next to hers, which used to be where the general sales manager's office was. I was like, looks like it's occupied and, there, and there's a light on in there. And I was like, whose office is this? And the response was, Cappy. 
So, Cappy, she was one of our awesome sales execs, and uh, she is now in charge of our digital uh, sales empire here uh, for Lotus Communications, and a fantastic person. she got a great uh, spirit. She uh, is an entrepreneur. She was also on the committee last year for uh, the uh, longest day that I I was doing with with Alzheimer's Association of Greater Idaho, and I miss her because she would come in here almost on a daily basis, Nick, and say hi to us and just you know she just has so much enthusiasm and it's really just something that uh, gives energy to everybody around her which is one of the reasons I just think she's so good at what she does uh, and I was like wait she's, she comes in here all the time and I was told yeah and I'm like but she never comes over and says hi anymore this is BS so I was like you know what I saw uh, a uh, and uh, Becky's uh, desk there I saw that she had a, a huge thing of paper towels I'm like you know what I'm gonna paper towel her office just to say hello, say hey, we miss you. You know. Did you say it was from Big J? Uh, yes, it was clear that. The, well, Becky's right next door. She was there the whole. Thing. Oh, you figured yeah, you she would tell it. Yes, she okay. would. Yeah, and so um, it was just a couple long pieces of paper towel, you know, like a toilet paper. It was really just hey, here, hi, how are you doing? <laughs> and uh, and so we were we were uh, doing something yesterday. We're out on a tour for mm-hmm. a manufacturing plant here in the Treasure Valley that you'll find out about soon. Uh, it was very cool and in depth, but during that, <laughs> during that, I got I received a picture from Cappy uh, of of her office and said, "Oh, it's on," and I was like, "Oh no, I did not mean to do that. That's not was not was not my intent." Oh God, oh no, because she's the kind of person that would go all in on something like that. Uh, and she said, okay, well, I'm just going to say hi back then. And I was like, uh, what am I going to be stepping into here this morning? And so I come in and my office is covered in yeah, paper towels and green streamers uh, in the mode of uh, St. Patrick's Day yesterday. And uh, so I was like, okay, I'm not going to take this any further because I don't have the capacity. You are. <laughs> I am not. I, I, I'll stand You're down. You're surrendering in yeah, the uh, Oh, the yeah. Table? I mean, I'm waving the flag <laughs> over here. This That's not my deal, man. I, I did not mean to do that it was no kind of set. I wasn't playing a chess match when I went in there to do that. I was like, this is not what I'm signing up for. I was just trying to say hi. I didn't realize what I was doing. I must have seen then the, the aftermath of you cleaning up oh, some yeah, of it. How you bad was it? On. It, was, it was pretty... Uh, I got a picture here. Let me, let me see if it's a very good picture. Um, but yeah, so you got to be careful sometimes and maybe think about what you're doing. I didn't really anticipate. Uh, see, here you go. Uh, okay, yeah. So there was there was much more stuff, but uh, yeah, there you go. Don't inadvertently uh, start a uh, prank war. Well, now you know. Uh, maybe find a different way to say hello other than draping paper towels over somebody's office, and and then you won't inadvertently t- trigger anything off. Yeah. So you know, I'm, usually what happens is these sort of things are volleys. You know, you, you serve, I serve. I'm not serving back. So you're taking the L here. Yeah. Oh yeah, big All right. time. All right. Because I know Cappy. Next thing you know, I'll have axes in, in my... Wait, I might like an axe. <laughs> it's in your chair. Yeah. Just embedded in your chair. Oh, man. You're next, it says. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your Big J story coming up in a few minutes. Some important stuff. Yes. Important stuff. Hey, what's going on in the news today? On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Used to be, Big J, not too long ago, you would go someplace, you would stay in a hotel, and every day, housekeeping would come by, clean up your mess, make your bed, give you new pillows, replace your towels, make you feel like you're staying in a whole new room every day. But, that's gone the way of the dodo, thanks to the pandemic, but that's only part of it. The other part of it is because, well, listen, there's not a lot of people that are hanging around to be housekeepers in hotels and motels anymore. And so the likelihood of you staying three days or even a week at a hotel and getting your hotel room cleaned every single day, no longer a thing. Usually they do it before your visit and then after your visit. And however long you stay is however long you stay unless you ask them to clean your room. And that's going to be the way that we have to kind of get used to things. According to hotels across the country, while policies vary, housekeeping in many hotels now, is other than between guests, will be on request only. Like when a guest asks for towels or to have trash removed or on certain days, but that's the way it works. It's also trying to save money for hotels because, you know, supply chain issues, inflation, 
It's difficult to get cleaning supplies right now. All that kind of stuff is playing a role. Big J, I imagine you stayed in uh, a fancy hotel in Belize, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Were they cleaning your room every single day? Uh, no. Yeah. Clean when you asked them to. There you go. When did you ask? Uh, I don't think we did. Just all up in our own dirt. Well, you were only there, what, three days? Yeah, four days. Yeah. So Three nights you stayed, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's 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 reasonable to me. Unless you, I'm sure you, at some point, maybe needed more towels. But that's probably just a phone call. But that's going to be the way that it goes. Whether you're staying in a high society resort like Big J or just a regular old hotel down the street. Get used to it, everybody. Are you okay with that? Yeah, man. Me too. Me too. I mean, usually if I'm going someplace, I'm not in the hotel room that much anyway. I'm there for a reason and out doing other things. And so it's not like I'm having a hotel party back there, living the rock star lifestyle. <laughs> so I don't party. need a whole lot of I don't need a whole lot of cleanliness going up. That's gonna do it for the Boise State's men basketball team. They fell yesterday to Memphis 64-53, your final score. But if we're being honest, it really wasn't as close as all that. Uh, after the first 20 minutes, the Broncos trailed 38 to 19, and that's when I think Bronco fans were starting to realize that hey, we only put up 19 points in the first 20 minutes of the game. It's probably not going to end well. Uh, Memphis played a full-court press the whole time around and uh, just ended up suffocating the Broncos, and they weren't able to really get a lot of good shots off, and Memphis was, and so that led the Tigers to a victory. They'll advance to take on Gonzaga in the second round. The Broncos go home after a fantastic year, but just like the rest of the Mountain West teams that made the tournament, Big J, did not get the victory. Nope. Uh, but, and I saw people already upset about Leon Rice and the thing, but I mean, listen, you, you have to give the program credit for this season, as you do for all of Leon Rice's seasons. I mean, this team is con- crazily consistent, and it's in very impressive for a program like that. Uh, I mean, I don't know what you're expecting. Uh, I think uh, if you get to the tournament every year, or at least are in the conversation for it, I feel like you've done really good things with the Boise State men's basketball program. I'm sorry, I really do. I mean, this is not a powerhouse program in the world of basketball. It's not. And some would argue it's got some issues in football right now. And so to be able to perform the way that it's doing it has and has been under Leon Rice's leadership has been incredibly impressive, at least to me. From somebody that, that you know, was not paying much attention to the Broncos until I moved here, from a basketball standpoint, I'm pretty impressed with what he's done with this program because consistently they're always picked to finish middle of the pack or deep down in the Mountain West, and yet they always find a way to put up 20 wins and find themselves in the upper echelon of that conference. Now, the conference may have bigger issues than we think, but I say it was a pretty damn good year and they should be happy with that. And yes, it's a disappointing performance and you thought they'd get the victory, so did I, but you got to be happy with the effort the gentleman put in this year. And I think it was a pretty good season for the Broncos. Agree or disagree? Yeah, agreed. Well, I didn't expect to see this yesterday when I got home, but the Green Bay Packers traded away the best wide receiver in football. Devontae Adams is gone. He is to, headed to the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, they are getting a number one pick, uh, which is number 22 overall in the draft this year, and the number two, their number two second round pick, I should say, by the Raiders. Uh, and then Adam signed a ridiculously huge contract with the Las Vegas Raiders, five years, 141 million. That is 28 million dollars a year for a wide receiver. Packers would never be able to afford that, although they said they wanted to. I mean, uh, this is the Packers spin, I feel like, but the media reports right after he was traded was the Packers said they'd match that offer, and Devontae Adams said he wanted to play with Derek Carr, who was his college you know, football, oh, yeah, yeah. and they're best friends. He just bought a house next to him in Vegas, so I, I believe that. I, I'm As a Packer fan, I'm disappointed, of course, that Devontae Adams isn't coming back, but I kind of knew this is going to have to happen because they just don't have the salary cap. And you can't afford a, a, a $50 million a year quarterback and a $28 million a year wide receiver. That's just not happening. Yeah, and they got plenty of picks now to pick another quarterback. Uh, yeah, yeah. A tra- round, no, they got to trade right? up to get a quarterback. That's how the Packers don't do. Don't they have a first-round uh, pick? They do, but it's yeah. late, obviously. In the, yeah, that's a perfect but, place to pick up somebody like Jordan Love. Yeah, uh, they, although remember, they did trade up to get him. So... Uh, we'll see. My guess is, of course, I mean, the wide receiver room is fairly thin yeah, now. Yeah, you Packers. know what? But don't draft a wide receiver, for the love of God. I'm getting I'm getting the feeling they will. Although they did draft a wide receiver last year, too, in the second round. 
Uh, and he didn't do a whole lot to get on the field. That's uh, Amari Rogers. But we'll see what ends up happening this year. Of course, they're still now the Packers have about twenty three million dollars in cap space they can play around with. So they have the ability to go out and sign a wide receiver like I, I, I'm if if I have my preference as to who's out there, Jarvis Landry ends up a Packer, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, that um, would be good. But, uh, you know, there's still guys. I mean, Odell Beckham's coming off a, a, a busted up knee, so he probably won't be available until late in the year. But there's guys like Sammy Watt out there that could still do some stuff and a couple of other veteran wide receivers that are out there now that Allen Robinson's off the, the the market so we'll see what ends up happening but I'm actually uh, kind of okay with it I wish they got more for the best wide receiver in football but uh, I can't be upset that the Packers decided to trade him away, especially when it sounded like uh, Devontae Adams wanted to go. And it's my understanding that Aaron Rodgers knew about this before he signed his contract. So everybody's like, I bet you Aaron Rodgers is going crazy. There's no way that he didn't know about this. Not after what was happening the last two years. But it's definitely going to be a new season next year in Green Bay. We'll see how it all works out. You don't watch a whole lot of baking shows, do you? You like the cooking stuff, but not the baking yeah, stuff. Yeah, I know. Right? Weird, right? Uh, Deadline, I know you're a big fan of them. I, do, but I find them very... Very relaxing. Yeah, you love the British baking. I do. I like the Great British Bake Off. Right? I do. Yeah. It's the British Bake Off. But yes, uh, and, and Deadline reports that apparently Amazon is working on a brand new baking competition with a Dr. Seuss theme, bro. What? I don't know what that means. Oh, man. But the streamer is developing an unscripted series that will see some of America's best bakers crafting cakes inspired by characters from The Grinch, The Cat in the Hat, and other popular works by the children's beloved author. And this reminds me, you remember the, uh, I, I, can, I can't imagine you watch it, but there was a show on Food Network that was called Cake Wars. We had the host on a couple times. Yeah. And it's like that. They would have a theme every week and you'd have to make this amazing looking cake. I'm guessing it's like that, but just basically Dr. Seuss themed every single a week so more food shows coming your way on streamers soon hell and you know it the morning after with nick and big j on 100.3 the x rocks we are going to the country of tunisia for today's we're going to hell story big j five dollars to you if you could tell me where that is um i i you know i can't remember at this point in time like you're saying, if you had some time, you'd be able to figure it out? Maybe. Uh, what if I told you if it was by Algeria? Would that help you? Yeah, it's Middle Eastern area. Uh, it's Africa. But that's where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story. And it all starts with a 45-year-old woman who had to go into the hospital because she was positive she had herself a UTI. And those, Big J, uh, according to your testimony, are no fun. Agree or disagree? Yeah, agreed. Uh, it's not a good thing. You have to go in there and get it all figured out. Uh, but it's not the first time she had had a UTI. And so she decided to go to the hospital. They did a test and the UTI test came back negative. So they're like, okay, if you're still in pain and having some issue, you know, passing urine, you're going to have to get an x-ray and we'll figure it out. And that's when they did a scan, Big J, and they found a gigantic eight centimeter wide bladder stone that had been growing for four years which is a very big bladder stone now bladder stones usually develop when urine is not completely emptied from the bladder however in worst case scenarios they occur as a result of a foreign object being wedged inside the body big j do you see where we're going with this particular story yeah after the, uh, the, they talked to the woman about how big this bladder stone was, she was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> about four years ago, I was in the middle of some erotic fun, Big J. Oh, erotic. Erotic. And she erotic. decided to use a glass tumbler for erotic purposes. Now, uh, think of it as like... Hmm, trying to think of like if i could compare it to like a particularly size it's smaller than a pint glass but it's thicker do you know what i'm saying it's got some uh some girth to it big j these tumbler glasses do and apparently that is what was up inside this woman's body and then the bladder stone because the urine was getting stuck you know because there was a gigantic glass inside of this woman The urine was getting stuck in that glass, and that's what caused it to encase this bladder stone around the glass itself. So it basically had this stone around the glass that was, you know, in this woman for four years, which is a long time, dude. Yeah, how do you you forget about it? I mean, what happened? 
Uh, I don't know. It's a good question. The I mean, story? there's never really that kind of follow-up where you're like, hey, didn't you think that, you know, at one point during your, you know, fun, you had a glass and now you no longer do and you wondered what happened to it or what? Uh, but either way, uh, the doctors were able to perform some surgery to get it out of the woman, both the glass and the bladder stone. And that's never fun. They had to do all sorts of crazy processes in order to do it. She was luckily discharged after two days and will make a uh, full recovery. The doctors revealed there have been a relatively high number of similar incidents reported among women who have done this. So be careful, guys. Once again, foreign objects, not a great thing. I mean, don't leave them inside your body. <laughs> yeah, I mean, leaving them there. Now, there's all sorts of damage you can do in the process of it, too. So, depending on the foreign object, none of this stuff is highly recommended. But, if you had something and you no longer do, and you are even in the least bit concerned that whatever you had may now be up in you and ain't coming out, go see somebody right away, man. Nothing good ever comes of it. Nobody ever says, yeah, I used to have a glass and now I don't. It's in me somewhere, but I'm fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. Cool. I mean, the different cultures, Nick. Yeah, no, no, no. I'll take my beer out of the bottle. Thanks. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X-Rocks. That's brand new Fozzie. That is called I Still Burn here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. One of your favorite Canadians, Big J. Chris Jericho. Yeah, eh? Doing his thing and rock and roll. I, every song that comes out by Fozzie, he sounds more and more like a young Ozzy Osbourne to me. I, I thought that for many years. But, I mean, it's just, uh, it's not a bad thing. I'm just no. telling you. I mean, he's leaning into it. It's a good thing. It's a very good thing. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Agree or disagree? There's a lot of different things that people could do for money these days. Disagree. Uh, that's fine. Uh, you're wrong, but that's okay. It's your opinion. You can have it. only a couple jobs out there. And one of the things that has become at least uh, an option for people is something called OnlyFans. Big J, you ever heard of it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've made jokes about it many times. The Come question on. becomes... Ridiculous question. What? What do you do if you stumble upon somebody that you know that has an OnlyFans uh, I, I don't know. I mean, be like, okay, didn't see that coming, but good for you. Do you bring it up to them? Is it a conversation that you have? Uh, you well, know, first of all, how do you stumble? Like, are you on OnlyFans? I'm the only is way. Is this a hypothetical situation? Yes, it's hypothet- well, it's a hypothetical for a reason because there is a, a gentleman that clearly was checking out OnlyFans and stumbled upon his daughter's OnlyFans page, which he did not know oh, she had. That, see, that's when you realize right there, you got no business being on this thing. You shouldn't, you should just <laughs> just throw away your phone because you feel so damn dirty and gross. And so, you know, once, granted, uh, it's my understanding that you cannot have access to anything unless you subscribe to an OnlyFans page. Is that correct? I guess. I don't don't have, I've never looked at it. I don't think he was able to access his daughter's stuff. Let's hope not. Still, you know, it's a situation which he described, you know, he knew that his daughter was, quote, doing okay for herself. You know, she lived pretty well off, but he always assumed and never really asked. But when she, when he did ask what he did, she always said investing. So he assumed she was like doing like day yeah. trading or something like that. And it she turns out trading her body <laughs> that stop it that her his twenty five year old daughter had an OnlyFans page and a very popular one at that. And so now the question became: Okay, is this a topic that you breach with your daughter? And I don't know the answer to that question. Uh, I, I'm guessing it kind of depends on how you feel about it. But this also kind of like brought up other conversations. This gentleman said that uh, he had people that he knew that friends would like send him text messages and say, hey, I found your daughter's OnlyFans page. Or other people have told people that they knew that their kids were on OnlyFans. And that seems, I don't know, shady to me. Not cool. I mean, I don't know if you'd rather be in the dark or you'd rather know. I guess it depends on your relationship, right? Yeah. Uh, But that had to be something uncomfortable. He says he's not going to bring it up. He's going to pretend he never saw it and just try to go on with his life. There you go. But good luck. I mean, is that something you could ever truly block out? Also, why are you on OnlyFans, dude? Well, you know why he's on OnlyFans. But be old-fashioned. Just do the old-fashioned stuff. You don't want to get involved in new finangled things, man. 
You run into this. I mean, there's all sorts of ages and sizes and sexes on OnlyFans. Right, so let's put this in perspective in, in 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 the past and where this would be a situation. The strip club, Nick. Yeah. Okay. You're a guy. Uh, you've you've got kids, and then uh, you know your your kids are going to high school, and then they graduate, and you go to the gentlemen's club, and oh God, your daughter's friend is one of the dancers. Right. What do you do? Do you get a lap dance? You ha- of course Absolutely. not. Absolutely, you, you do. What? Oh. Well, no. Of course you don't. <laughs> You get the hell out of there, and you feel gross and wrong. Yeah, and you probably change your life. And you never go to a gentleman's club again. Right, but that, again, and that's that's probably the way that you handle that. But, I mean, you know, it's different, I suppose, when your children are involved. And I, there are plenty of people that have a good enough relationship with their parents or they're comfortable enough telling them this stuff. And, oh, by the way, OnlyFans isn't only porn. You know, there's all sorts of other stuff that sure. you can get on. There. I don't want to find out though. So, <laughs> but you know, you're also if you if your daughter has a very popular OnlyFans page, I'm sure there is a reason for that, and it ain't because she's given out career advice. And so, you know, whether you breach that topic with her or not is entirely up to you. But we are living in a world now where more and more people have OnlyFans accounts. And so it's going to be more and more likely that you are going to know somebody that has one of these. I just, in my social media, it popped up the other day. Somebody I'm friends with on on multiple uh, platforms. And I, I don't. I don't realize necessarily who that person is. I don't know how that happened, but they had said, hey, listen, I'm not apologizing for this. I've started an OnlyFans page. I need to make some money. Right. And that was just, okay. I mean, listen, for you. Can, adults can do adult things however they yeah. want to do it. It doesn't matter what happens. Nobody, I'm not here to judge, certainly, if that's something that they want to do. No, absolutely but not. It would be a, hmm, it would be an awkward situation if you found some one of your friend's kids on there, I suppose. It should, it should, you know, throw up your creep meter. And sometimes you don't realize, you know, where guys were like, oh, she's hot. And you don't realize, oh, hey, she's the same age as your kid. I mean, you should probably. But well, yes. but sometimes you're not thinking about that when you see something like that of nature. We're talking your, you know, DNA of being right. a dude, and so once you put it into perspective of like, oh God, she's the same age as my kid, then that's when your creep meter should go off, and you'd be like, oh God, I feel disgusted by this. And if you don't, that's when you know you got a problem. Does your creep meter go off when you talk about Florence Pugh? No. It should. Morning after with Only Nick. Because my one of my kids would be like, Yeah, she is hot. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> There's your OnlyFans update. Here's traffic. What's it gonna Stop take it! to get you on OnlyFans, Big J? I've talked about it many times. We should be doing one together. No, no, wait. A Why? Second. Why we should have, I do it and not of all, you? We have not had that conversation. Yeah, many Number times you're two, on the morning show. It's because people dig the Big J content. Come on. You've got There's like no content. Well, then maybe make that for your pampered chef stuff. Maybe do hot stuff with pots and pans. Here's me doing the dishes. Oh, yeah, but sell some product. But it's like a see-through shirt. It's a Danzig shirt. <laughs> no, it's a wet T-shirt. It's a perfect opportunity for it. I like the Danzig mesh shirt myself. More, we'll get that wet too. Morning after with Nick and Big Ooh. J. Let's check the TDS. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Hey, good job, America. Americans in the last calendar year have really cut down on their tobacco use, man. The CDC released data yesterday that shows the percentage of adults who use tobacco products nationally, including regular cigarettes or vaping devices, fell from 21% to 19%. That's the lowest level since the 1960s, Big J, before you were even a twinkle in your dad's eye. Wow. Still, an estimated 47 million adults nationally used tobacco products last year. Thomas Carr with the American Lung Association says, hey, it's definitely positive news as these numbers are continuing a downward trend, but we still have some work to do, and of course that's true. I mean, 47 million people is still a lot of people, you understand? But we're headed in the right direction, Big J, which is uh, something that we can't say about a lot of things in a lot of places. So you might as well take the W when you can from time to time, yes? Yeah. Well done. Probably making Don Draper upset. Don Draper's a fictional character. Oh, okay. Despite a gritty second-half effort, the Boise State men's basketball team fell yesterday in the first round of the men's NCAA basketball tournament. Final score, 64-53 to Memphis. Uh, It was the first half that did the Broncos in. They only scored 19 points. They shot 28% in the first half. That's never going to get the job done, and they ended up digging themselves a 20-point hole that they just could not get out of. 
uh, battled back a little bit in the second half. But if we're being honest, man, they were never really in that game. It was ugly from the word go. So congratulations to Memphis, who really did just kind of throw the Broncos off early, and they were never able to get their groove and stuff. And they move on to take on Gonzaga in the second round. Elsewhere, 15-seeded St. Peter's took down second-seeded Kentucky, a team that had a lot of people going into the Final Four, even some had a winning championship. I saw that Dickie V last night lost both of his teams that he had in the finals. Uh, so it just goes to show you, nobody knows nothing, man. If Dickie V loses his for his final two teams in the first day, uh, what everything's luck. You understand what I'm telling? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, also the the uh, Richmond Spiders beat Iowa yesterday. That was the other team that Dickie V had in the final. Number twelve, men, New Mexico State beat UConn. Wait, they're called the Spiders. The Rich the Richmond Spiders. Yes. <laughs> Still not the coolest name. Uh, I think that's San Francisco, who also won yesterday. The Dons. I love that name. The Dons. The Dons? Yeah. Uh, number 11, Michigan beat Colorado State as well. The Mount West, by the way, had four teams in the first round of the tournament, and all four teams lost yesterday. It was not a good day for the Mountain West. Steph Curry of the Golden State Warriors has a sprained ligament in his foot, and he is out indefinitely, according to The Athletic. That's never good. He was injured in a play against the Boston Celtics. Marcus Smart dived at his legs and hurt him. Uh, Steve Kerr was very upset about the play, but uh, Golden State is hoping that he will be able to play by the start of the playoffs. But uh, obviously that's dealt a blow to his season and to the Warriors' playoff seeding as well. Steph Curry was having a hell of a year, but that's going to do it for him, at least probably for the regular season. Packers are trading Devontae Adams to the Oakland Raiders. They get the first-round pick and the second-round pick of the Raiders this year for the best wide receiver in football, and then he signs a $28 million-a-year deal for five years with the Raiders. That's a lot of in-and-out burgers in Vegas, Big J. Agree or disagree? Uh, Yeah. Uh, But we'll see how they do uh, as Vegas is reloading. That AFC West, by the way, I think has taken over the NFC West as the toughest division in football, and they haven't even played a game yet. Agree or disagree on that? Yeah, totally. I mean, the quarterbacks have changed. The players have changed. The defense have changed. I mean, a lot of money is getting thrown in that division. It's going to be fun to watch. Flight Attendant Season 2 is ready. Uh, The uh, Emmy Award-nominated series is back on HBO Max. It was the series that really started the streaming service. That's what they launched with, and it was a pretty big success for HBO. So they brought it back for Season number 2. If you're not familiar with uh, Season 1, it's basically about uh, Kaylee Coco who plays a flight attendant, but she's also moonlighting as a CIA asset, Big J. Woo! And uh, it was a pretty big deal. And so now apparently season two picks up about a year after season one ended. So it's almost like it's happening in real time. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. And we got a sold out show next week at the Rev Center. Uh, Motionless and White, Black Veil Brides, Ice Nine Kills. All three going to be doing headline sets. Uh, it's going to be fantastic, and that is again next week at the Rev Center. We'll get you tickets to that here. If you can beat me, Pop Culture Smackdown. If you'd like to go, you need to get on the phone, 208-287-1003, but you also have to answer a couple of pop culture questions correctly and hope, pray to whatever deity you pray to, that Big J somehow manages to get questions wrong, which doesn't take much. Yeah, sometimes. We'll see how it goes today. Let's go to the phones. Good morning, the X. Hey, do me a favor. Hello. Hey. Listen, we sound great, but you got to turn down your radio sometimes. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning. Hi, what's your name? Janine. All right, Janine, you are up first. Janine, Bob Odenkirk stars as Saul Goodman on the TV show Better Call Saul, which is a spinoff of what very successful cable show? Breaking Bad. That is correct. Right. Big J, which streaming service has picked up the brand new Kardashians reality show? You should know this. You just talked to me about it last week. Yeah, uh, yeah that doesn't mean I remember what I'm going to... I'm just going to throw out the Paramount Plus. Wrong. No. Do you have Paramount Plus? Yeah. You do. Oh, okay. Uh, no. Uh, it is a, uh, a subscription service you subscribe to, though. Does that help? No. Uh, Almost all of them I subscribe to. Netflix, Amazon Prime, or Hulu? Let's go with Hulu. Right. Now you got it. Uh, It was Hulu. Uh, Big J was very upset because somebody in his house wants to watch the Kardashian show. And it wasn't making him very happy. Congratulations, Janine. I'm not going down that road. All it takes. You got yourself all set up to go check out Motionless and White Blackville Brides and Ice Nine Kills next week, next Friday, as a matter of fact, at the Rev Center. Please hold on tight. 
We'll get some information from you. There's your Pop Culture Smackdown. Up next, we have a lot of cool things happening at the Lounge at the End of the Universe this weekend. We're going to learn all about it next on the x Rocks. That is White Zombie, more human than human here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Always something cool happening at the Lounge at the end of the universe this weekend. Certainly no exception. The fun began last night at the Lounge. They have three shows happening uh, yesterday, then tonight, and then tomorrow night all at the Lounge. You can grab your tickets at loungeboise.com, but the stand-up comedy is fast and furious and it's an honor and privilege to welcome back into the show one of the comedians performing this weekend at the Lounge, Megan McKellum. How are you? I am doing fantastic it's great to be back it's so good to see you we were just talking about how long it's been since last time you've been in the studio but uh you've certainly been busy since last we saw you i mean the festival that you were putting on obviously now you're doing a little bit more performing which is something that you're passionate about right yeah, actually, I thought when I put on a festival, I might actually perform more. And then I was like, oh, right. there's simply not enough human capacity to like do all the behind the scenes. And then remember, even one joke when you step on stage, it was kind of traumatizing at the time. But a fun experience. But yeah, I'm excited to actually like be the one up there yucking it up. Uh, last time I saw you, uh, you were taking part in the Pun Slam, which is oh, something yeah. that you are very good at, by the way. Oh, thank you. Uh, and uh, and I know, I'm sure you're probably taking part in some part this year as well, too, right? Yeah, well, pretty much. The, the Pun Slams are put on by some other local people that are just awesome and hilarious, and that's a great opportunity for me and anybody, because just Joe Public can show up and wield their pun abilities. Um, so I try to show up and just practice all the crazy things whenever I can. There's one of those this weekend, too. There's lots of overlap of fun things at the lounge and um, just finding good ways to stretch the craziness in my brain and uh, and hone things in in a fun way. And that kind of brings in my improv, my passion for improv, too, because I've actually done improv way longer than I've done stand up. So coming into the pun slam and having just a random topic and then seeing what you can do with it is just like a really sweet type of adrenaline. (laughs) But does it drive the people around you crazy? When you when you're in the midst no. of being in in just the the pun verse and then everything you say is a pun. Well, it's not necessarily in my everyday life that everything <laughs> is a pun. Um, oh. Although some some things are, I do. I think that if people know um, know me, they they choose to be around me by now. Like, <laughs> and the people that uh, should not be in my space anymore have been carefully <laughs> gently eliminated over time. I've peeled back all those layers of trauma a bit by bit to only have a safe force field of positivity whenever possible. Smart. It's so <laughs> smart and very healthy of you. Very nice. Thank you. I've gone to a lot of therapy. I know, years. right? <laughs> <laughs> it definitely shows. But you have been able to, you know, kind of really be one of the uh, people that, that, that go out of their way to make sure that the people here in Boise that have performed and done some stuff have a place to go and a stage in which to do that. And that includes your podcast that you have a lot of different guests on as well that I imagine I'd love to give a plug for because I absolutely love it so could you tell people about that yeah I started that a while ago because I'm I'm a verbal processor if I'm thinking of something I like to just yap about it till uh, the cows come home but um, my podcast is called I Hardly Know Her because that's actually one of my favorite jokes is you know you hear like liquor I hardly know her (laughs) right right it's all those things and um, (laughs) it's ridiculous because then I just try on every ER word and it really does not work on every single thing unfortunately Uh, but I started the podcast just to kind of process through life and I love to share stories and it's so fun to just bring people on. I've had like book club episodes, episodes about things that I'm passionate about and uh, I serve in the adoption community and just anything that feels like it's an important matter that needs a little bit of light and humor on it, I bring that on to my podcast so it's a lot of fun. It's great because yes it's very funny but it also covers a whole myriad of topics that don't necessarily have to be in the humor world so it's just a great way to get to know you a little bit more and all the stuff that you're passionate about so I wanted to give it a little bit of love and you have been doing uh, performing here in the Treasure Valley for gosh how many years now well ever since I started in about 2006 right yeah so so. it's been a while I mean we're hitting 16 years at the the most and so congratulations on that thanks but you you are happen you're you're able to get up and do a bunch more shows recently and that has to probably feel pretty good too it does it feels good to finally just make the switch and kind of commit to that because that's definitely where my passion is uh, and kind of merging my career in like corporate America and doing comedy has always been a little bit of a battle of doing the heady side and the producing side and then just really wanting to be like ah the explosion of energy and 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 really actually like you said on the on the podcast I don't necessarily have 
funny topics, but the more we can make light the things that are so freaking hard and miserable and frustrating through comedy, it's just so delicious and healing. And I like to like, yeah, I like to be part of, I think, I hope I try to be part of like a positive conversation around the things that can be kind of challenging in our society absolutely yeah. and you definitely so awesome. do that and uh, megan also hilarious so if you get a chance uh tonight tomorrow night check her out at the lounge at the end of the universe loungeboise.com also a fantastic follow on the socials what's the best place people can follow you on twitter and that kind of stuff yeah they people want to? can find me at kooky megan I like it. I like it. There has to be a story behind it. Oh, yeah, there's definitely a story behind that. <laughs> <laughs> for another time, Megan. Exactly. We will get into it. But uh, Megan is opening up this weekend for a fantastic comedian out of Salt Lake City who also happens to be joining us in the studio this morning. His name is uh, Ben Washburn. Uh, ben, thank you very much for coming in and being part of the fun and the show as well. Uh, you, sure. I imagine, have to have come to Boise a couple times being Salt Lake so close, right? Yeah, I... I don't live in Salt Lake anymore, but uh, I I live in Germany right uh, now. Nice, man. I, I haven't lived in Utah for about 30 years, but for some reason, it's once you lived there. <laughs> it's always in you. You're always you from there. You can't get the stink <laughs> off Does that make sense? You. I'm always from there. It does. It does. Well, yeah. I, I did not know that you live in Germany. What made you decide to do that? Um, uh, My wife got a job in okay. Germany. That'll do it. So I followed her. You know, because she's my wife. As I say, she's the uh, love of my life. She is the mother of my children, and she is the source of my health insurance. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I you had have to, to move to Germany yeah. in case I get sick. You know, <laughs> could get sick, and then where are you? <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, what's it like living internationally these days as an American? Is it fun? Uh, you know, everybody speaks English okay. over there pretty much. They all and they get annoyed when you try to speak their language. <laughs> That's not true. They like you to. I find the Germans like that I make an effort That's to good. speak German. And like if you're in France, they like it if you try to speak French. When you're in the United Kingdom, when you're in England and you try to speak English, they get kind of annoyed with you. <laughs> right. They're they're the one country. They're the one country. It's so weird. The Brits will give you crap about your accent as an American, and I love that about them. That's so British, to conquer the entire world. <laughs> Make them speak your language and then give them crap about their accent is such a British thing that I really love that they do that. That is hilarious. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's yeah. where we learned our our thing. We it's got it from true. them. Very so true. we got it. You how uh, how is your German and your French? Is it all right? Is it passable? Oh, I can't. My French. I don't know any French. No. at all. <laughs> I know. Uh, Comment allez-vous? I think you say. Uh, Danny Bet, how are you? Maybe. Am I and right? Then, yeah, yeah. And then there's uh, what's the other word? I know. Uh, What's the thing where you remember something twice again? Uh, uh, deja vu. I know deja vu and menage a trois. There you uh, go. That's the only French I know. I think oh, that's that all you need. need. Yeah, that would be a weird need. day if I used all three of my all my French in one day. <laughs> How are you? Oh man, this thing we're doing right now people is uh reminds me i think i've done this before i love it i love you know it what i mean so, how, how often do you get back to the states then to do uh the comedy thing or is it few and far between i've been we moved to germany this is the second time i've lived there the, we moved there 2020 sometime at right as the pandemic was busting oh, out fun. we decided we should move <laughs> and we went to germany my wife got a job there so uh, I haven't been back much because the pandemic shut everything down. In fact, I think this is only, as far as doing comedy in the States, this is only my second time back to the States. Wow. Uh, I started doing cruise ships again. Oh, yeah. How's those. that? Uh, they're okay. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. You know, they're, they're, sometimes the audiences are uh, older. We'll say they're pretty they're pretty old. Sure. But they're pretty hip now. Old, older audiences are hipper than they used to be. Does this make sense i don't i don't well i'm pretty old i mean you look great yeah, though, man you know, thank you this uh i'm pretty old people <laughs> there's just being nice i'm not i'm not i'm not pretty old i'm i think is what i am now is i'm not that old that's what people tell me they used to say oh you're not very old they'd say that yeah and right before the pandemic it's on a cruise ship this really happened and you know they're older people they're they're pretty old sure. too. and uh and right after a show, I told the guy I was 55 at the time. I'm 55. He said, well, you're still pretty. Well, okay, you're not that old. He, like, he, he downgraded me to not that old. So that's what I am now. I'm not that old. 55 is the new 45. Is it? Yeah. I Well, I'm 57. What's that? Okay. The you new, know what that is? 47. It's not that old. 57 is not. Unless I'm I think, not that old. I think if I died, 
people wouldn't say, they would then say I was pretty young. You know what I mean? Yeah, if, you if died someone young. died at 57, died 57, that's pretty young. So I, I'm still pretty young for a dead guy. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Hey, it could be worse. It could, it could be, worse. be worse. Where did the cruises did you, did go all over the place or do, were you going to specific I've been, places? I've been in all over the place. Uh, before, I was started doing them because as I got older, clubs, they, they get annoyed with old people talking. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, you know, to tell you the truth, that's one thing I have in common with younger people. Anybody in their early 20s, there's one thing we have in common. That is, if I saw you in a bar, I would not want to talk to you either. <laughs> so we both have that ground. So I started doing cruise ships, and I've done them all over now. Like, Antarctica was probably the coolest place. Wow, really? I saw. Yeah, it was beautiful. Interesting. And But now I'm doing the Mediterranean. Okay. Like, uh, uh, and uh, Greece and Italy and all through there, and then up through Norway and... I would imagine the, the audiences, you know, on cruise ships, they're there to have a good time. But yeah. it, it's nice to probably have a captive audience, too. You know they're not going anywhere, right? Yeah. I mean, the cruise ship is... You would it, think that's good, yeah. but <laughs> what you are is you're just... Uh, they're married couples. Uh-huh. So right out of the gate, half of them really don't want to be at your show. You know, one <laughs> or the other spouse is like... <laughs> and then they just kind of have to... You're the only... You're the option. Right. That night. Right. You know, and then some of them, too... They feel like they bought you. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Yeah. So, you, I mean, you have to win a room over almost. Yeah. Like that, and kinda. they're they're like kicking the tires. Yeah. They're like, they're, that's what they are. Like, well, let's see what I got. Let's see. And they all think, not this, not all cruises are like this. Mm-hmm. Just certain cruises have that feel. Well, listen, I, I know you're good at what you do because uh, that can't be easy to be able to win a room every single night. Yeah, it's hard, actually. Yeah, so, that's very hard. Cruise uh, ships are some of the hardest shows I've ever done. I can believe yeah. that totally. But I do know that you're a very funny man. And if you want to check out uh, Megan and Ben, you can certainly do so this weekend out at the Lounge at the End of the Universe. Uh, tonight, 7 o'clock. Tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. LoungeBoise.com is where you grab your tickets. And we want people to follow you on the socials as well. Where's the best place they can do that? Oh, uh, Instagram. Bent Washburn. B-E-N-G T B E N G, you don't pronounce the G. So I get my street name, Silent G. <laughs> and so Bent Washburn on Instagram or Facebook. Love it. And there's some great videos on there as well that you can check out and uh, go see him this weekend at the Lounge at the Universe. Megan, Brent, thank you very much for coming in. We appreciate it always. Good to hear and talk to you. Morning after with Nick and Big J coming up. We got your headlines real quick. Yay. Hey, headlines uh, brought to you by Half Price Friday. It's going on right now at xrock.com. There's still a few gift certificates left if you want to take advantage. You can get $50 to the Weezer Classic Candy for just $25. I keep putting a the in front of me. Like, I think it's the Batman. It's just Weezer Classic Candy. Uh, they give you handmade fudge, hand-dipped chocolates, and some Easter specialties with the Easter coming up. Plus, they've got a full-service deli in there and some ice cream. So if you're looking for some sweets and some delicious stuff, check it out. The gift certificates can be used in person or online as well. So go to xrock.com, click the Half Price Fridays deal, grab $50 for just $25 to Weezer Classic Candy. Worth the drive, too, man. Headlines are, are as follows. Hey, not cool. Mistakes were made, and, well, that's new. Hey, not cool. Yeah, you have to wonder what drives somebody to do this, but in Pennsylvania, a 57-year-old woman is accused of breaking into her neighbor's home while she was naked, then stealing his shotgun, and then barricading herself inside his home. The woman's neighbor says he was washing dishes when he saw her walking towards his back door and was like, is that Jane? Is she, is she naked? And the next thing Damn. you know, she kicks in the door to his house and grabs his shotgun. And she told him to leave and says, quote, this is my house now. It's like Captain Phillips up in here. When she asked what she was doing, she eventually just uh, told him to get out of the house. Uh, She was taken into custody. And then, of course, she was also treated for self-inflicted sword wounds, which is going to happen, Big J. Yeah. So hopefully she's okay. Some sort of mental break happened there. That is not normal. He says that uh, she was a very nice neighbor up until the point where she nudely broke into his house and stole his shotgun. Uh, I guess that's a deal breaker for friendship, right? Sure. Be hard to be friends with your neighbor again after they did that, wouldn't it? Absolutely. I mean, I, I'm not one to, to judge right away, but that feels like it's like you're crossing a line there. If you're going to break into my house and steal my shotgun, at least have clothes on. <laughs> that's all I ask. Mistakes were made, or well, that's new. Well, that's new. A patient in India has developed a stunning side effect after a stroke. It grew a bunch of hair on his tongue. 
According to the dermatology unit in India, a man in his 50s suffered a stroke just under three months ago. And then, next thing you know, he came back and had this black, thick coating of hair on top of his tongue. This is the first time uh, the doctors saw this, but apparently it's not an uncommon thing that happens. Uh, by the way, do you want to know what the diagnosis is called? Yeah. Black hairy tongue. According to the uh, American Academy of Oral Medicine, it's a harmless condition, which about 13% of people that suffer strokes experience if they are able to recover, which is crazy. I mean, that's high. But uh, I'm glad they're okay. I wonder if that affects, like, the way you taste. It has to, right? I mean, if hair's on your tongue? Yeah. Ugh. Like, it, I mean, it, I get, I, it drives me crazy when I get a hair in my mouth. I can't imagine if my tongue was covered in hair. Plus, who wants to French kiss that? I don't have a lot of volunteers with no hair on it, so I don't know what to tell you. Wrap it up with mistakes were made. The war in Ukraine is on the minds of many people of the world, and one woman in Manchester, England, says she was out celebrating a friend's birthday on Saturday when they all started discussing the war, and the 35-year-old said she'd already had a couple of drinks, and she drunkenly decided, you know what, I'm going to take a taxi to the Ukraine to help. She says she tried to order the cab through Uber, which was estimated to cost around $5,900, but she was turned down because she didn't have enough money in her bank account. She adds that her bank called her the next morning thinking that her card had been used and stolen, telling her that Uber had already tried to take the money nine times, so she apparently tried nine times to order this cab to the Ukraine. Uh, Uber said no trips were successfully made in this instance, and they were investigating further to see what happened. But a reminder not to get too hammered and try to help out. That seems where large mistakes were made. Also, I don't know what her plan was if she was to hop that cab ride anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah, how about next time you get hammered and you want to help, uh, you know, donate a bunch of money to the Red Cross? Yeah, that's a good idea. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're officially up to date on everything. We'll wrap up the show here in a couple minutes, but we'll do Bad Impressions next on The X Rocks. And three, The X. And there's a badass concert tonight at the Knitting Factory. We want to get you to for free. Of course, I'm talking about Dragon Force. Uh, they will be on stage this evening. So we will get you those tickets. You need to pick them up by 4 o'clock if you can figure out Bad Impressions. Brought to you by... Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, you're right. Brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. It's more than just Subaru. They're Idaho Center pre-owned superstore. 208-287-1003. If those parameters work for you in the world of Dragon Force and you want to go tonight, then now would be the time to get on the phone to play Bad Impressions, which works like this. Big J has three clues. They all point to somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in three clues or less, then you got a concert you're going to tonight, baby. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. What's going on? Good morning, man. You're up first. Good luck to you. All right, here we go. Many people think of me as the tall clown guy from the current roster of SNL comedians. Next one. I've been in movies like The Dirt, Suicide Squad. I co-wrote and produced and starred in The King of Staten Island. Oh, Pete Davidson. He got it. Pete? Big Pete Davidson Davidson fan on the phone. Hang on one second. We'll get you all set up with the Dragon Force tickets. Uh, What was clue three for fun? I've landed some pretty hot ladies. Ariana Grande, Kate Beckinsale, and as of late, Kim Kardashian. And why is Pete Davidson in the news? Well, hey, he was supposed to be up in space by now. Uh, That was the plan uh, for him to go uh, with Jeff Bezos in the Blue Origin mission. But it's been delayed, Nick. Uh, And uh, by a week here, it's going to be shifted to March 29th. But Pete is no longer able to join the crew. What? He's not going to go up into space. Yeah, haven't been given a reason um, for it, but uh, he's not going to be able to go. So uh, they're going to replace him with some other, maybe a monkey. (laughs) He's filming uh, a movie, which could be one of the biggest things. I mean, those things are on a pretty You think the director would be like, "Uh, no, you can't go into space. you got to be here to say your one or two lines. It's probably what he's saying, which is why he can't go. Uh, He was probably all set to go for this week, but next week they're probably filming on location somewhere. But yeah. yeah. Uh, So uh, will the world continue to spin? Yes. Even if Pete Davidson doesn't go into space? Yeah. We're all going to be okay? We're all going to be just fine. (sighs) All right. I was worried for a second, but I'm glad that we're going to live through this disaster. Uh, Sorry, Pete. There's always next week. Or the week after, I suppose. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show here next on the X Rocks. (laughs) 
That's the Foo Fighters. Love dies young. Wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J for this Friday and this week. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. Special thank you to our friend Megan McCallum for coming on the show as well as Burn Washburn. He is going to be at the lounge at the end of the universe along with Megan tonight and tomorrow night. Make sure you go check them out. It is a fantastic show. Got a chance to talk to Big J about uh, basically taking the loss and uh, declaring it unintelligible his inadvertent battle with office pranks here i mean unintelligible you know what i mean you didn't know what you were doing when you you didn't know you were setting off a a war with uh with somebody else a battle it, it was inadvertent you didn't mean to do it that part's 100 correct and uh, next thing you know he's taken the loss we also had a chance to talk about people putting glasses inside themselves and also OnlyFans, which probably could be connected in some weird way. Uh, that's going to do it for us. But a reminder before we do go that you still have some time to jump on xrock.com for Half Price Friday. There's about 40 gift certificates left for Half Price Friday. You can get $50 to Weezer Classic Candy for just $25. So if you're looking for a full-service deli, some ice cream, some Easter specialties, or some hand-dipped chocolates, this is the place to go. Go to xrock.com and grab your gift certificate now while they're still available. Big J, that leaves you with the floor. Yeah, big props to Ashton Kucher and Mila Kunis, uh, who helped raise $30 million for Ukrainian uh, refugees. Of course, Mila Kunis uh, got some Ukrainian heritage, and so uh, that's uh, very impressive. And if you want to help out and give, you can do that through UNICEF or the Red Cross. Good idea, friends, and make sure you continue listening. Jason Drew's coming up next. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Beacon Plumbing for tank and tankless water heaters, clogged drains, leaky faucets, toilets that won't flush. Stop freaking and call Beacon. Beacon Plumbing, heating and mechanicals, your trusted plumbing source. It's online at beaconplumbing.com. Have a good weekend. We'll see you guys on Monday. It is the X-Rock. The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.